Social Club podcast broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Trying to get the energy up, trying to get the hype going. God, it is so, it's nine o'clock and it feels like it's fucking midnight right now. Welcome to, to me. Daylight Savings. Daylight Savings. It's not saving me. That's all I'm saying. No, it's costing me actually. Yeah. Not saving me anything. Money, energy. It's giving me headaches. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, <laughs> a podcast about music, news, rad bands, cool people from all over the world and the country and the state, I guess. I was about to say, I feel like uh, this would be more in line with us here instead yeah. of going uh, very much across the pond. Yeah, this is uh, within the, the realm of the, the pond. Uh, we could drive is, there if we felt insane and we wanted drive, to drive. You could drive anywhere you want if you have the um, right <laughs> equipment. This is our <laughs> interview with Matt of A Will Away, a band from Connecticut, who uh, just released a single for their song Karma video that you need to go watch because it's good. And yeah. uh, they're releasing a record next February. So we talked to Matt about... I think mostly Dreamcast. I think that's what we talk about for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I think we talked about Dreamcast. Uh, Luigi. Important yeah, topics. Not, let's not. You know what? That's there was be, music thrown in there too, guys. Don't there, worry. We talk about music. This is a music podcast. I swear to you. I promise you. Uh, before we get into that, though, if you like this podcast, if you like A Will Away, maybe you let us all know. Maybe you go... Uh, to our podcast page on Apple, and maybe you, you leave a review. If you're on Spotify, maybe you just share that. You, and and uh, you follow us, you get the updates. Get that. Uh, a Will Away also has a podcast. So you can find both of us in both places. And then when you find it on Spotify, you share that. And when you share it to Instagram, you tag us at Emo Social Club. If you tag this on Twitter... Uh, you you get us at X Emo Social Club X, and that's the same on TikTok, Facebook. It, sure, yes. No, let's. Uh... Yeah, I'm not calling it Meta. Fuck you, fuck you, Zuckerberg. Getting real hostile on this intro, Brian. Are just you because, my bestie? Just because he's a robot doesn't mean I have to be. <laughs> uh, if you are interested as well, we have a website, emosocialclub.com. We just launched our membership area. Uh, in this membership area, you get access to all of our old past streams, the full length versions. So there's a longer version of this interview where we uh, we ask some extra questions on the Twitch stream. Uh, you can also uh, get DJ streams. You get the full stream we do Shebang. with music. Uh, we're still working on getting the videos uploaded because of um, copyrights Time. or whatever. I don't yeah. know. You know, Thanks. I'm like. I'm like Taylor Swift where I'm just really trying to like re-record everything oh, and God. I'm just going to re-record all the emo songs. So they're mine now, uh, <laughs> but you can download the full DJ streams and listen to those. It's pretty fun. Just like you get like a 
four hour DJ mix of emo music. And it's pretty it's chill. It's actually all just Brian redoing his version of I'm Not Okay over and over yep. again. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And, jo- yeah. and Shotgun Zombie. Yikes. Every, um, Every time I do it, it gets progressively worse. In the middle, it gets a little better, and then it gets even worse than it already was. Oh, my God. A lot of potential there, you know? So, uh, yeah, go over there. Check that out. You can also check out our merch. We have our store, emosocialclub.com slash store. New merch coming soon as long as you buy the shit we get right now. Yeah, and if you are in the Chicago, Chicagoland area, you can choose a pickup drop-off option, and you'll just coordinate with one of us, depending on You probably know us. If you don't know us, we're pretty nice. We got a Discord. Yeah, Go we're, to our Discord. we're chill. We like to hang out, do dumb yeah. shit. Reasonable dumb shit, but dumb shit nonetheless. Yeah. You can find all the links in our show notes uh, and and do that. And for a will away, you can find all, all, the, all the links there. Uh, let's get into it. This is our interview with Matt of A Will Away. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friend, Matt, from A Will Away. Thank you so much for joining us, and sorry I had to really enunciate that to make sure there was no tongue twister madness happening so early in this interview. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me, guys. This is great. Absolutely. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what the band is about, you know? All that yeah, yeah. Stuff. So uh, my name is Matt. I uh, sing and play guitar in a little way. Um, it, I, I'm in that front man role of sorts, which is always super weird for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're we're a rock band, sort of a, uh, <laughs> I, it's hard to describe. I, I always want to say sort of like a classic alternative rock band, but like, mm-hmm. um, that's always the hardest thing uh, to, to pin down. We, we play a lot of like fun, interesting pop rock music. I think that if you like anything on the rock spectrum, you're probably going to enjoy what we do. So uh, no, super happy to be here. Thank you guys for, for having me. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you kind of have some like old school, like Weezer vibes yeah. at times. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, that's like, like, it fits classic into like. alternative. Like that's yeah. 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 weird. Okay. So I'm older and we'll just get this out of the way. And that, Same, like, oh my okay, God. Cool. Uh, so it's like, yeah, all of that is like just what I listen to. So like hearing like Weezer yeah. is like classic rock, classic alternative. I'm like. Uh no, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, it, may, dude, it no. makes me feel the same way. It really yeah. Does. Um, <laughs> I, and 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 I think that that's part of like kind of where we come from is like the idea that like no, that whole idea of rock music that sort of exists in that that uh, radio friendly but generally alternative capacity, it hasn't fallen completely by the wayside. It's just kind of living under the surface in in, in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's always gonna stay there. Like. Uh, I think a lot of people have recognized like through all of the nostalgia and the bands, like uh, all these, like the pop punk revival, the emo revival and all this, like people are really more willing to like learn where a lot of this came from. And they're more interested in like some of the stuff that like these bands had in their childhood or like, you know, I never checked out Weezer. Let me check out Weezer. (laughs) And then, you know, people realize like, Oh, Weezer's old stuff is like real fucking good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've like we've come full circle, weirdly enough, to like that like '90s is back in vogue, yeah. and like late yeah. '90s is starting to come back, and like yeah. I feel like all of a sudden there's this moment to spring and be like, wait, there was a ton of good music back then. Like, yeah. <laughs> like now that we're finally, finally okay with Limp Bizkit as a band, right, right. and Fred Durst as we a person, we have accepted Fred Durst into our heart and souls, so now we can accept the fashion. Yeah. into it as well jinko jeans and all 
Uh, oh God! Bring them <laughs> back. Bring them back. I saw I saw a tweet that one of my co one of my old coworkers posted, and she was at H and M with her daughter, and it and they had basically like it was like '90s grunge punk vibes. She's like, "Wow, I can't believe my my early 20s are back in style." And I almost yep. commented like, "Yo, Bessie, I dress like that. What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> it never went out. It never went out. It's been here. Just who I, just I dress am. like it all the time and get made fun of sometimes, but it's okay. Uh, uh, you also have some very in Okay, so I got a photo for like promo stuff I got a photo i'm so the, curious where this the is going photo, <laughs> the photo name that we received was spitting chicklets and i'm like okay. Okay. um what's going on here so i went to your instagram what's and there's like a bunch on? of stuff that says spitting chicklets and i'm like yeah. looking at your records it's like stew is the is the upcoming record out next yep. year your previous record was soup i'm like yep. huh so um what? Where'd the chicklets come in? <laughs> okay. So Spin Chicklets is the name of the second single that we released, uh, sort of in the, the long lead up to our record announcement. So Spin Chicklets is one of the songs on the record. It's one of the, uh, I guess I can say now at this point, it's one of the earlier songs on the record. Um, it it definitely takes a lot of Weezer reference. Um, uh, the It kind of lives on this hanging riff that's very reminiscent of El Scorcho. Uh, and... Uh, the song is named sort of aptly uh both because of the fact that like spitting chicklets is like chicklets being teeth um it's like uh it's also the name of a hockey podcast that we listen to a lot on okay. uh when we're on the road um and uh and the idea is sort of uh to discuss you know just the degradation of the physical body i think is part of that and sort of the 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 weird ideas that come along with that um uh, at least as far as you perceive it and so mm -hmm. for for uh the record spit and chicklets is a song that has sort of this weird dual meaning uh and it's a single that we put out not that long ago uh, probably two months ago. Um, and uh, it's also one of our favorite songs on the record because it has that weird, saturated, alternative Weezer influence to it while being slightly darker on the, on, on the turn. It just feels very, like, different, interesting, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. As not a, you know, hockey fan myself or somebody who's not that, like, interested, like, do it, I'm like... <laughs> fuck <laughs> but i'm also like i need to know more <laughs> like well, what's so going like, on chicklets is supposed to be like you know the gum yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. do you guys remember that's that when you were I kids yeah those yeah, little that's, candy that's gum things was. yeah so it's like that's all it is it's like whenever you get your teeth knocked out it's like spit chicklets like yeah this. <laughs> casual things so do you say that like when you're in a fight with somebody you say i'm gonna make you spit chicklets and they're like what the hell does that mean then you catch them off guard and you're like <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's more of a thing that you describe as a condition of yourself where you're like, I'm spitting chicklets, dude. Like, like, I got my shit rocked. Oh my like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's really more of what it speaks to is like, I got my shit rocked. Like, gotcha. Okay. See, you I have to make am... sure we're using it in the correct context. Here, yeah. So somebody isn't like, hey, um, no. I'm fight, <laughs> I'm fight averse, but I am uh, friends with Lizzie and she's ready to fight at any time. So you never know. So I might be the one spitting chicklets, <laughs> or she might threaten me that I'm about to be spitting chicklets. 
what? See, that's the right way. That's yeah. the right way to use it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lizzie, you got a new thing to threaten me with. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <sighs> I hate it. Hey, y'all. It's fall. We restocked our merch. We'd love it if you could go to our website, emosocialclub.com slash store to check it out. We still have some tank tops for the summer, but it's obviously uh, chilling out right now. But we put them on discount as a way of saying, you know, tanks for summer. Pause for laughter. So, uh, yeah, go go pick it up because we would love to get some winter and uh, spring merch. But we got to get rid of all the stuff we got before we can get the new stuff in. So be a beautiful thing if you could do that and you would look cool and we would look cool go to our website emosocialclub.com slash store pick yourself up something nice so while you guys are listening to podcasts on the road you guys also have your own podcast as well yeah and how has that been and how did that come to fruition because i feel that there's a lot of bands that have started podcasts especially over the pandemic as extra content but we don't see too much follow-up from a lot of those bands or record labels even because it is like a lot of work to put into it so how has that kind of been working around your schedules and also just creating and developing this content and keeping it consistent it's definitely been a little bit difficult um literally because of what you said working around everybody's schedules um and not only working around everybody's individual schedules but sort of working around the band schedule as a whole which is also a challenge in its own right right um (laughs) so like the reason that we started the podcast was quite to your point like we listen to a lot of podcasts especially when we're touring like I, you know, like way back in the day. So we've been a band for just shy of 11 years at this point. Um, and uh, when we first started touring, talk radio was, was like the yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially as you're driving through random planes and stuff, like just the, the random middle America portions where there's like not a whole lot to listen to. You always throw on that AM talk radio and we always really love that. Um, and then obviously with the advent of like YouTube and all these other platforms, we started doing, uh, you know, we started listening to a lot of like variety podcasts, uh, spit and chicklets, for example, is a barstool <laughs> podcast that covers, uh, you know, hockey stuff, which just happens to be of interest to us by virtue of our tour manager, who is like, who introduced us to it. Um, but all of that stuff sort of stems from what I think is sort of like the, the Howard Stern model of talk radio where it's like people enjoying themselves and having a good time and capturing that in real time. Um, And so we started doing the podcast thing um, sort of as a part of our transition from touring and having to cancel touring due to the pandemic and rolling into the pandemic cycle uh, of just like, it's going to be two weeks. It's going to be four weeks. So wait, it's going to be two years. Like yeah. what, what do we do to connect with our, our friends and our fans? And, uh, we started doing a discord server where we started testing the idea of a podcast. Uh, and then we started doing the podcast out of our studio, which is right down the road. Uh, and we started to figure out kind of how it works, like, which I'm sure you guys know, but like, it's a long, arduous process of figuring out how it works. Like, how do you broadcast effectively? <laughs> how do you make it sound good? How do you make it look good? Like, um, so we, we went through that whole same process and uh, we just, we do the podcast as often as we possibly can by virtue of everybody's schedule and the band schedule at this point. But it's been 
tremendously fun because we get to actually introduce ourselves as individuals to the people mm-hmm. who listen to us uh, more so than we ever get to when we're standing at the merch table with booming loud music around us or uh you know hanging out at the van for 15 minutes before we take off for the next city so <laughs> yeah we love it yeah it's i i'm always like bands just don't do enough content that really like showcases who they are and give them like uh, a a personality outside of just the music right like you can listen to yeah. the music you can get an idea of who everybody is but like people also want the to like connect with all of you yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like <laughs> it's it's all a vehicle it's all a, a self-encompassing universe around your band or around whatever you are uh so i mean it reminds me of like um Thai tv like the academy is tv or like bands that would do like road vlogs and like post those up and uh you know back in the day that was that was everybody's thing everybody was like this is the coolest shit like yeah i I think that a lot of bands are really missing that opportunity so it's it's cool to hear that like it's you know something you can do now and and you know give that content to people yeah and truth be told man like we did it out of a want to socialize like after a certain point we were like we really like we're getting a little stir crazy we want to socialize (laughs) and like and that that it really served a certain purpose in that and like we start every podcast by saying like hey this is the podcast where we hang out shoot the shit and talk about the things that happened to us this week it is about (laughs) it is not about the band it is not about you know ourselves in the way that like it's not this sort of like brand centric thing that we do right. it's just like we just hang out shoot the shit and talk about the things that happened to us this week <laughs> yeah i mean it is about the band and the fact that it is all of you but it's right. not it about the band and like yeah. you know you it's can... not like the only thing you're talking about is let's talk about your songwriting and music <laughs> and everything like that yeah. you're like no let's talk about like the batshit crazy thing that let's talk about that outside. weird thing that happened to you when you were in 11th grade yeah. like, <laughs> you know I mean? and like our guys have known each other for that long where it's just like they're like, hey, do you remember that time that it was like senior year of high school and like a, a giant softball hit you in the balls while you were oh playing sports? Like, what? Yeah, like it's that kind of nonsense. <laughs> we have a lot of fun with that. Like, uh, yeah, I, uh, 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 I'm sure those stories go over <laughs> quite well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, most of the time. <laughs> uh, Listen, and it's always good for fans too. They can be like, "Hey, have you listened to the podcast? Did you hear about this one time that they yeah. had this?" And it gives them like better, <laughs> like they make some like one up on people, and people like to do that. And I get it. So I mean, you add that level. Uh, arguably like, more human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like me. I've also been hitting the balls. <laughs> I also forgot to wear my cup in high school baseball. You know, (laughs) uh, it it seems like you guys have been like, obviously you've been a band for like 10 years. So you guys must've been friends for like the whole time or friends for, I mean, yeah, longer than that. Um, so, uh, the, the weirdest thing about our band, um, is that like, we're sort of that like classic hometown band where like, we're all dudes who grew up within like a mile of each other mm. and got together when we were like younger kids and knew each other growing up and stuff. Like our, our drummer, Sean and I have known each other since we were three. Um, the remainder of us have probably known each other since we were in elementary school. Um, and, and that sort of knowing each other is this weird, like funny ethereal thing, because it's like, you don't know each other when you're right. 13, right? Like, <laughs> but like you get to know each other. 
Uh, and we started playing music. Things started going well. We did a ton of DIY touring and then we got signed to labels and then we started doing the whole like professional touring thing. And throughout all of that, uh, we've always been this like core group of, of, uh, really loving heartfelt people who just kind of like do it for the love of doing it. Um, and, and I think that like the mission statement has always been like, we want to do this together for as long as we possibly can. And when that comes to a close, we'll happily ride on to the next thing but like until then <laughs> right off into the sunset and then yeah. record a podcast as you ride off into the sunset exactly. yeah. <laughs> document our, the sunset ride yeah, yeah, exactly. start reminiscing about it ahead of time hey guys you remember when you remember yeah exactly when? and that's like i mean because we've known each other for so long we do a lot of reminiscing and a lot of reminiscing comes up in the writing itself mm-hmm. um kind of by virtue of that I've always thought like, I mean, you always say like, don't start a business with friends because it's really hard to like manage it with friends. But I also assume it depends on how good of friends and how long you've known them. I imagine if you've known somebody since they were three, it's like, don't fuck yeah. with my money. I, I know some shit about you. Yeah. It's like, I yeah. know all the dirty deeds and I will go and tell your parents. Right he peed now. the bed until 11. Like, <laughs> Don't fuck like, with him. Oh no. There, there are some very deep degrees of trust, and also I would, I would argue that like there are some very deep degrees of sort of like odd distrust that you start to like over the years. You start <laughs> to like see things in in each other where you're like, I don't remember you like this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like when did you start to drink? Oh yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some oddities. There's a lot. I, I would argue that the good always outweighs the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I mean, you go through it together. And I would argue that like, for as long as we've been on the road together and stuff, like when you're out together, you see each other's best, you see each other's worst. And regardless if you've known each other since you were three or if you knew each other since you were 30, you're going to see who everybody is while you're out there on the road. And you're going to decide right then and there whether or not you want to keep doing it with the guys you're doing it with. <laughs> it's really like stress testing it almost immediately. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Uh, I had a band that we never went on tour and I was like, good. I don't think we would survive a tour. I don't want to do no. it. <laughs> like it was like, you yeah, can kind of no. tell, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we were like, oh, we should get a van. We should do all this. And I'm like, I just, I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think we're going to get along. <laughs> that gut feeling is telling fun. me big hell nah, besties. Yeah. 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 So it's hundred percent. Thankfully for me, that gut feeling drove me to spend literally the entirety of my adult life with these, (laughs) (laughs) with these miscreants, with with, with these miscreants, these people, like they're literally my favorite people in the world. And like, I, 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 it has been a love and a pleasure. And with all of like the ebb and flow and all the up and down, I, I couldn't ask for better people to do it with. So yeah, absolutely. Like that, it comes into play that the long-term notion of how you know each other comes into play. Yeah. There's like, I don't know. I, I, I think it's different for everybody, but I'm glad that like there are people that are showing that it's clearly possible to be friends with everybody you're in a van with. And like, I don't know. It's we've possible. talked to a lot of fans that like get along. I'm like, Oh, so you don't need like a, some kind of monster type oh, no. therapy session where everybody sits around a table with Bob Rock. Hey, hey we do that on our own time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally like you're saying it. I'm like, it's literally the podcast, right? Like you're literally yeah. doing some kind of monster as the podcast. And that's, yeah. that's basically what they did. 
<laughs> and a lot of times like you do like they, i mean dude conflict is inevitable you sit down with everybody though and like you're like oh i love what we do i love you so much this is such a great thing <laughs> we should keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you find your way to the good and it's so good and like I mean, dude, the only thing that you ever wait for are those moments when you're on stage together and that connection happens and it just, it's like lightning and there's nothing that, and there's nothing else in the world that replaces it. There truly yeah. isn't. Ah, must be nice. It's... <laughs> wow. No, it just makes the, me the jealous, amount you know? of like the, the amount of like stories Brian has told me about his old band and like current stuff, I'm always like, hey, are you, you guys all right? You need a mediation session. There is a certain amount of like, I don't have a band anymore, but I do have a podcast. So that's the natural pipeline of like bands didn't, don't make it to uh, uh, having a podcast pipeline. You're just every other 30 something white guy who says, sure I fucking am. now. It was it's, either that or creating craft beer. So that those were your uh, options. I was this Listen. close to starting distilling like my own whiskey. So I'm oh sort of there. God. But this it's is not like as years hard as ago. Yeah. Dude, uh, over the pandemic, I started brewing my own cider. So I'm mm -hmm. right there with you. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. Awesome. It's so like it's a good hobby it's basically just waiting and then you get to like experiment it's and try just it's basically just around, waiting like... you're you're essentially just waiting it's a perfect hobby it's like doing laundry but you get to get drunk at the end it of it is. It's, I, oh exactly God. it's like doing laundry but it takes three weeks and then when it's over you're everybody's happy yep everybody's having a good time you get to have a party bring everybody over like yo we're trying uh trying my new cider you know come on by that's great and everybody that's wants bad. to come by my One buddy my did it with prison wine, though. With <laughs> prison wine, uh, like Pruno, like uh, you know, like toilet wine. Basically, uh, okay. you would uh, put like uh, you know, like the canned fruit or like all that kind of stuff, and like oh, yeah. heavy like the, yeah, and sugar. Stuff, yeah. yeah, real Whatever syrupy. Put it in like Hawaiian punch bottles. And then put it in his bathroom and just like, oh my god, wait, yeast and all that. Like you did yeah, it like, like in a, you, you know, you put it all together. Yeah, all yeah, you put it in a ziploc, you drop it in the back of the toilet, like mm -hmm. right <laughs> in the tank, and you want it yeah. sit, and nobody discovers it for three yeah. or four weeks. And when you're done, you invite you all your friends over, you and you get, yeah. and then you just lose your eyesight. It's the, the principle. <laughs> wow, that's real wild. <laughs> it was legitimately not that bad though i was very skeptical at first and then i was pleasantly I mean, surprised right to be skeptical i mean it's just yeah. sugar and fruit juice like it can't be that bad it's it's my first fermentation yeah know? it's yeah. what it's all about baby's oh first wine Exactly. I don't like that. I don't but. know if that's how that works. <laughs> See, like one of my one of my old coworkers once started making kombucha in his house and he brought some one day. I was like, Oh, this is good and then he's like, Do you want to eat the scooby that comes with it? I said, Absolutely not, sir. The okay, scooby? The scooby, yeah, whatever it is. And he yeah. was like, You wanna eat it? I said, No. It's fuck? like the it's a little jellyfish looking bacterial yeah. colony that floats on the top of the kombucha. You can yeah. eat it if you want to. I know, you wanna... I know feel something I, uh, uh, i'm not big on i'm not big on the scoby myself yeah uh, i know some i know some people who do get down with the scoby but it's, just, it's, but not, it's, it's not, a, not my bag personally like, it, i mean like in a way it could be a power move i guess if you want to like yeah. if you yeah. want to say i am better than you just 
take like a big chunk out of it. <laughs> Bite a bacteria. I'd be like, yo, are you okay? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. No. That, that no. that's like a you know how you have like your like uh mother culture or whatever it's called, and then you like take that and you make something else with it. The whole thing and oh yeah you know yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm we sorry. can move on to something else. Don't worry about it. It's like we're <laughs> uh, talking about uh, genealogy now. Isn't that crazy? How he well, like, yeah. uh, you well, make... talk about bacterial colonies? Yeah, yeah no. Look, okay, <laughs> we're gonna dive deep on bacterial colonies. <laughs> you just like you have like a certain thing, and then you use that to like make the rest of your stuff. It's so like, like a yeast culture. Yeah. yeah. It's and a then you like, starter. Yeah. yeah, you spend a lot of time like developing it and developing the flavors and developing, you know, this this family of <laughs> oh God. bacteria, and then you just like give it to new uh, things. Bread. Hold on, I'll give you this segue. Which, much like music, is much very like music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your latest single, Karma. Yeah. I believe yeah. this is the music video that you shot in a school we did yeah uh so <laughs> speaking of like nostalgia and the shit we were into in high school uh was that kind of the inspiration for that okay um I, no um so the the, <laughs> no. the, the, big, the biggest thing that i can say is that uh yes it was like inspired by the things that we were into in high school but i also kind of want to give that the caveat as being like it's also kind of the shit that we're into now as adults because like the way that we wanted to frame this and like thanks to uh brent campanelli who is the director of the videos um he came to me with this concept right i want to do a sort of john hughes coming of age tale hell yeah with this video he was just like i want to do like the funny like you know like classic like we're gonna do like fast times we're gonna do like breakfast club where everyone is inappropriately old to be in high school <laughs> and sure. it's like it's like it's like funny it's quirky we do these weird cutaway sequences where like these weird like things that would never actually happen in real life and it's gonna be really cool uh and the teachers are gonna look like teachers and and blah 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 uh and I was like, I love this. This is so funny. Let's do this. And when I brought it to the guys, they were like, yes, what, like, what can we do? How can we camp this up in, in just the right way? Uh, and uh, what we ended up with was the karma video, which is, I think, to a T, hilariously exactly that, where it is just absurd. I mean, like, you know, our guitar player playing the the solo of that song on a 76 cadillac limo was pretty much the icing <laughs> for me sure where like i was told that he was going to be on the car i was not told that he was going to be on the car while it was moving <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to be dynamic in what you do yeah of course, it's right uh... it, and our first concern was his safety. And our second concern was, is the shot awesome? See, <laughs> in my mind, See, I'm like, like if, if he rolls off of it, is it worth it? Does it is look it worth sick? The shot? Yeah. Um, and uh, across that entire day, I mean, it was, it was, I, I would say, and I have said uh, in interviews about this, like, my favorite thing about it is it is probably my favorite day of being in the band ever also one of the hardest work days we've ever had <laughs> like there were multiple costume changes there was a like a 41 man crew doing the entire yeah. thing it was like living wow. on a tv set for the day and it was wow. also in this like old 
sort of classically New England high school, like very nearby to where we live. So, and we had to get there at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. And there's a whole host of other stories that kind of come along with what it is like <laughs> to show up as a grown adult trying to do a rock video in a, in a, a high school mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, I don't know, it was, it was so much fun. It was such a good time. It, it's arguably the thing that we are most proud of that we've accomplished up to this point, simply because it was such an, an undertaking and there were so many people that had to like coordinate to get it done. Um, but it's also probably the video for our favorite song that we've ever put together, which is Karma, which is just kind of hilarious in its own right. Like it, <laughs> it, 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 it aims to be and achieves being ridiculous. Mm. I love that. I, I do think you got to get the shot and, you know, we'll figure it out after. But yeah, <laughs> somebody yeah, exactly. hurts themselves, you know, like Mike Hem, you know, a couple people almost died making famous last words. And look at them now. You know They're what? fine. Be that way sometimes. They're you fine. Gotta dedicate it to the art form. Yeah. It's about the art yeah. of the car guitar solo. <laughs> yes. If you get a concussion, no worries. It looks sick. It, it looks tell it, sick, dude. It looks sick. You're going to reminisce about it in another 10 years. Yeah. And, be like, and hey, those, guys. those justifications on set are very real, where it's just like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to keel over and die. Can anybody get me a Gatorade? And they're like, no, we need three more shots. You're like, okay, I'll die for the cause. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do I get the blue good. Gatorade, though? Yeah. That's what matters. At the end of the day, you get the blue Gatorade. Get the blue Gatorade. That matters. <laughs> <laughs> well at least i get the blue gatorade <laughs> can be my one motivating statement that i say to myself from now on oh my god and then you're gonna walk down the street and be like i got my blue gatorade i it's honestly i need to keep some in my fridge just so i don't have to like work that hard to get it <laughs> like it's a very like oh easy god. motivator you know uh it sounds like, like, like a reward yeah it's a reward <laughs> it sounds like I assume that most bands have a budget about uh, $10 and a high five to make a video with. Uh, So it sounds like you had like quite a budget for it. We had a reasonable budget to do not only the the, uh, video, but the entire record. Um, Rude Records really came through with like the budget for us to do what we wanted to do. I mean, their entire philosophy from from the jump has been let artists be artists. So Mm -hmm. it's like when we come to them with an idea thus far, they've been able to budget it in and 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 they've been very kind to us in, in in terms of how like we wanted to execute this and help us execute this that's sick because i know like, it just feels like a lot of artists like you know we're shooting in somebody's apartment and it's yeah. like a couple shots and performance videos in the kitchen and then <laughs> well like- dude the hardest thing for us is like we went into all of these music videos of which we've done three really tight ones that have been released so far and we still have more to come um but our entire philosophy behind this was like music videos are boring yeah like why are music videos boring how do we circumvent what makes them boring (laughs) like if there's a girl looking for something in it it's boring (laughs) it's done yeah it's done it's dried out if she's wearing a a dress like a white dress and she's in the woods you're done if and if there's a, dude, if there's a, a group full of white dudes playing guitar for the oh, entirety man. of the video, probably yeah. pretty boring. You've seen it. Like, how do we avoid this, right? Like, you're in a warehouse. No. You made a mistake. You showed up at the yeah. wrong place. <laughs> 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 yeah. So we went into it with that philosophy, and we wanted to try and figure out like, how do you make this fun? 
Like, mm-hmm. what was it about the videos that we enjoyed growing up that were fun, right? Like, and a lot of the time, the thing about that was like odd set and setting, weird costuming, strange, like um, sort of thematic backdrop. And so we, we aimed for that with all of these. Um, and we, we hit the nail pretty much on the head of what we were aiming for, and hopefully people enjoy it. Nice. Well, hopefully people enjoy more of your new album, too, that's coming out in February. It's called Stew. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it accompanies Soup, which it was does. your previous yeah. album. Um, what's up with these uh, soupy names? Yeah. I know it is Soup Season. Is it a winter and thing? And it's coming out in prime <laughs> Soup Season territory. Yeah. So... Yeah. Is it the vibe? Uh, yes and no. I don't know. I don't ever want to say that it's like a, uh, a, a cold thing. I think it's sort of like um, a New England thing, and also an R band thing. So like, tell me, things- tell me the next one is chowder. Just tell me yeah, the next one. Is say, the next one has to be Dude, chowder. I've heard, I've heard chowder. I've heard chili. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you oh, have yeah. like a pretty good run of names you could get for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that like um the names themselves actually have dual meanings um for obvious reason like um across all of our releases so all, all the way back to uh, a record called Bliss um and then our our uh full length that came out subsequently called Here Again. Um we've created this sort of through narrative throughout all of the music um that connects point to point, which is literally just like if you follow along with us, all you're really doing is following along with like our narrative evolution as human beings. Um, but we we try to create a lot of interconnecting points between all of those. Um, the philosophy with soup was that uh, we wanted it to be uh, sort of a feel good, feel better type. EP like we wanted the whole thing to just sort of like encapsulate you for about you know 18 to 21 minutes depending on whether you were listening <laughs> to the vinyl or the Spotify playlist nice. uh, and, and we wanted it to feel like this quick remedy to whatever ails you at this moment right mm-hmm. um, and uh, stew as an LP uh, is a continuation of a lot of the themes and a lot of the ideas that we talked about on that record but it's also um, sort of what takes place when you take stock of yourself and take a look back at your experiences and allow them to to sort of marinate in in the way that they really do and 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 let yourself sort of stew on your feelings for however long you may need to for it to come mm-hmm. to this conclusion of who you are, why you are, and what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right. And like for us, that felt very purposeful. Um, and so this like connective through line kind of inevi- inevitably led to the soup stew uh, paradox and also it's <laughs> fucking funny. So yeah. <laughs> like it's good for a laugh on its own right, which we feel like is sort of like good humor is a good way to get somebody into something in the first place. Yeah. It's like you see, and I also would say this is kind of like a 90s thing because it's it's like the weird sort of off the wall type thing where, yeah. you know, a band like Blind Melon becomes like yeah. this big. It's like, what the fuck is a Blind Melon? But then like you're you're interested because the name is interesting and then right. you hear it and you go, oh, the songs are good too. So it's it's about kind of like breaking through the noise and having the thing that's different and right it's that deliberate absurdity that thing that makes you go like question mark right mm-hmm. like that thing that like literally puts the question the anime question mark above your head <laughs> and like, you know I mean? like it, it's like that little like whoop 
Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll look at this for 30 seconds. And hopefully yeah. we catch our interest in 30 seconds. Yeah. If you, uh, if you combine like all that together, I think you can get attention. That's a hope. Right. I'm also right now, <laughs> yeah. like, kind of like, man, do I want to make a stew this week? Like, I should make a stew. A whole stew? You I can got make a whole pot, stew with your with you your know? weird uh, cheap wine, too. You just the do with a whole... <laughs> yeah. Whole friends give me smorgasbord, actually, Brian. Yeah, Delightfully gonna... subliminal messaging. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, now I'm going to name a record pizza and just be like, man, everyone's going to want pizza after this. <laughs> what am I supposed it. to do next? Calzone? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Calzone. No, it's actually Stromboli. We have to big oh, time, really throw it left field. I would have to like have some sort of pizza sponsor for that. Like I couldn't do that without getting some sort of you know cache on the back end for all the advertising that a record called Pizza does. You got to find your favorite stew shop and be like, "Yo, can we make a can we make an agreement here? Can, can yeah. we do a partnership? Yeah, yeah. We just want to feel like." Back back of the table? CD, you know, we no, just have a little. Don't you worry, I got I got Campbell's on the horn. Yeah. So. Oh man, all right. Yeah, <laughs> you have, like, Mr. The, Campbell. The, the Campbell's the Campbell's well, soup Dr. coupon. Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Every vinyl order comes with a Campbell's soup coupon and a whole can of Campbell's Dude. soup. Dude, don't know which yeah. flavor. It's a variety Dude. choice. It's a yeah. surprise. Dealer's choice. <laughs> it could actually like, I. Not to tell you to do this idea, but telling you it is oh an God. idea. I'm like, that would kind of work. <laughs> like, yeah. if your website, like, you just had, like, a, a can of, like, a Will Away stew that people could, like, get in a gift box with a vinyl and all that just shit. A like a random flavor. Yeah. yeah. Like, they never yeah. know what's going to hit them, but they're going to tweet about it. They're going to be like, I got soup. See, you stew. would sound a lot less crazy, or I'm sorry, you would sound a lot more crazy if we hadn't looked into all of these possibilities. <laughs> <I love laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to hear that, God, like, this God. idea crossed yeah. your mind. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. I have all these ideas that I'm like, somebody's got a thought of this, and most of the time, I'm correct. Like, it's just, it's just the low hanging fruit is sometimes the best fruit to go for. Just reach up yeah. and grab it, baby. Just get That's it. What you need to do. Send <laughs> soup to people. Sell well, the I people like soup. There's so many like new avenues for like marketing like that. That's like so much more fun than just being like, oh, yeah. okay, here's like the album and see. No, like, you gotta you, you have gotta to have fun it. with it. You have to have fun with it. Otherwise, the entire thing is super depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the rock scene, you know, we don't want to keep it depressing. I mean, I would rather say, how many soups did I sell, and then get a number, and then be like, oh, okay, cool, that's awesome, and then being like, how many albums I sell? Like, oh no, I feel worse yeah, now. We've gone. Platinum soup. <laughs> Our number of soups we've we sold. We started pressing platinum cans. Yeah, platinum cans of soup. <laughs> it's uh, I, I mean, I assume that with your band being like, you strike me as a as a humorous person. Obviously, everything with the band is fairly like light and humorous. Even though yeah. there's like, you know, we all go through the same shit. But it sounds like you'd have to have like some of that funny stuff in your marketing, like somehow, some way, because you're like sitting around just like tossing ideas and you're like dude yeah i'm, I'm gonna I send them soup <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we try to have fun with it I, it's like it's it's all about good humor i think that like the philosophy whenever you're on the road is like obviously like if you're on the road you're spending like you know anywhere between six and 13 hours in a van with a bunch <laughs> of old 
greasy dudes smell like and like you're like how do you make this fun is like every day you're supposed to show up with a smile on your face and just enjoy what you're doing for the sake of what you're doing like literally mm-hmm. kind of like at a certain point you feel like you're keeping the volleyball alive for just like good rock music and good people who are like here to have fun and like it's it's my obligation at that point to sort of just show up with a smile on my face and always have good humor whatever there can be right yeah. um and i think that like yeah, with the, the process of our merchandise and the process of everything else that we do, we just we aim to crack people up and have a smile and just like have a laugh about the whole thing. Because otherwise, like, I mean, it's not it's not just about like the whole thing of like being a musician or being <laughs> anything else. It's like it's like honestly being like a millennial adult in, you know, 2021 in a dying capitalistic society. And like, if you don't find the fun in that, I don't know what the fuck you can find the fun in. Yeah, so it's like you, all we can speak to is our personal experience and when we find that people identify with that we like to try and make a laugh out of it because like uh, i've heard it said that like the uh, laughter is the sound of understanding and to mm. me that always kind of resonates never heard that before but i like yeah, it i never a lot. heard that either i was about to say like okay is this why we always laugh in uncomfortable situations like, yeah, yeah well think it, about it when you get it do. when you get the joke you laugh when yeah. like, like you know, even if something is uncomfortable even if it's, if something is uh stated in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable oftentimes most people's reaction is laughter because you understand and that that haha is sort of the sound of understanding <laughs> <laughs> i've heard it Laughter is a fear response. Like, yeah, I guess I guess you could call it that too. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It's like it, you could like be in the fear and of, understand the fear. Yes, well, you can understand. Way, yeah, yeah. Fear is simply understanding your vulnerability. Right. Right. Like, and I think it like makes you. I, I think a lot of jokes like come from like the contradiction. You're like uh, defying expectations and like right. uh, you know you expect a band to be pretty like serious you expect them to be very <laughs> dramatic and oh man and everything sucks and i have a guitar and it's like to be the band that's like fun and different from that is like kind of a different uh uh play on the expectations so it's a little bit like oh this is funny and weird i like it it's just that's sort of like i'm not used so. to a band being happy in this world <laughs> right in this whole thing that's going on yeah so it's i mean it's uh i think we've all agreed that like it's time to just go you know what fuck it let's have fun because what the fuck else else we're gonna do what else is there what else what else is there to do on this bitch of an earth i just think of that luigi (laughs) really god damn that luigi meme my friend has that as a blanket my friend has that luigi meme as a blanket yeah it's it's a lot of dick. It's just a lot of <laughs> Luigi dick. But what's funny about that? Yeah. The understanding. Luigi. The understanding yes. it's of because, how odd that is. Yeah. Of how, of how large that is. It's because we all <laughs> assume. And then you're thinking about, you're like, who did this? Who envisioned right, Luigi right. like yeah. this? You start so, to picture the person who even did it in the first yeah, place. Yeah. <laughs> the internet uh which is the internet but then like nintendo also like released like images of the characters for mario tennis like back before that was released right and then randomly like they showed luigi and he like like 
kind of had a dick in it. And he had you're a little like, bit of dog. Yeah, I like remember Like Nintendo. This. I saw this. Yeah. Nintendo. Fucking relax, dude. It's Luigi. Dude, These are non-sexualized yeah. characters, thank These you. These are characters that they just exist to be there and should, should be like, yes, I like Mario. I they like play Princess sports and it. they don't That's fuck. It. That is my, all they do. My favorite thing about this is that all it took is a single designer at Nintendo drawing one singular half circle of stroke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all it ever took. Uh-huh. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm going to get all the bitches now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, man, you got to find the funny in all of it. Otherwise, it's just, like life is just too depressing. You can't have a good yeah. humor about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with I'm fine with Luigi, but I'm not okay with Sonic anything. Like no. in that same well, realm. Well, that's a different level because Sonic is a hedgehog. Therefore, he is an animal. We're getting into some different territory yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's okay. why nobody. So should we all be agree. I, I do, I yeah. do love me some Sonic, but like, I not that Sonic. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep Normal it real. Normal Sonic. I want my, getting, I want my Sonic to be nice, pure, and asexual. Yes, a hundred percent. God intended. God built hedgehogs <laughs> to uh, be fast, spiky, uh, and to save animals from robots. That's, and to that's wear badass sneakers. And to wear yeah. soap shoes so he can grind the fucking rails. That's all I'm saying. Uh, purchases <laughs> I've never made. Soap for life. That's yeah. all he's here for. Yeah, uh, that's it. All right, we're bringing back soap shoes, please. <laughs> Oh no. Soap. Sponsor a will away and the pod, please. Please. I will gladly take a soap sponsorship. I will also make a, a pro soap video if yeah. sponsorship. <laughs> Elbow pads and all. I'm here for it. Let's make it happen. There you go. I never Everybody saw... meet at the local high that's school. Let's yeah. go. Sunday, is... six AM. Let's go. That, that's how you know that everyone here is too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember Sega Dreamcast? Then you're too oh, old. <laughs> bro, I have a Dreamcast. Oh my god, you do. Hell fucking yeah. With an HDMI yeah. adapter plugged into my 4K TV. Yes. yes. Yeah. Dreamcast, have, head of the game. Do you have the crazy taxi cab like, attachment? I do. I, 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 yes, I do. Yes, I do. I also uh, I have just a, a binder full. And this is hilarious because I don't know if you remember when uh, when we were kids, people would burn CDs and they would... Oh, that's what, we, that's what I did. <laughs> the yeah. reason the Dreamcast did, didn't make it. <laughs> yep, I have a binder full of burned Dreamcast yeah. CDs. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you have the Donald Duck game for Dreamcast? <laughs> yes, I do. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to come over and play. We're coming, yeah. Brian. We're going to Connecticut to play the Donald Duck game, road which trip. is your road least trip. favorite character. I know uh, gotta do it. I hate him. Uh Dreamcast. <laughs> The thing about having like a memory card that was also basically its own like Game Boy like type thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is legitimately one of the greatest inventions in video games of yes. all time. The Dreamcast was just so far the fucking VMU, ahead. I think is what it's called. Yeah. 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 It's like precursor to the Wii U, which, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. nobody cares about that. Dude, no. my favorite my favorite thing is when you play virtual tennis. 
uh, on the Dreamcast, if you have working VMUs plugged in, uh, it shows in pixel art the 3D representation of you playing tennis oh on God. the little, like on mm-hmm. the controller, very much like the Wii U. Yep. So like every now and then I will challenge myself and see if I can play it. Just <laughs> you can't, by the way. <laughs> but you have to try just to see. Just you have yeah. to try. Uh that's just the they coolest make, shit. You have to wonder who they even made that for. Just like if the person playing it can't play it. Like they probably made it for like a little baby to be like, here you go. Yeah, you yeah. Do this. something with it. Look at it's it. Really, it bother me. I mean, but it was it was ahead of its time. It was incredibly cool. I still play with it all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm one of those weird retro game nerds. I have oh. like a bunch of old consoles sitting in my living room. Yeah. You're not alone. I have yeah, uh I love it. My Dreamcast is at my Shouts mom's out. place, and I'm gonna have to pick it up on Thanksgiving because now yep. I want to get my Dreamcast. Now, now we need to do a little Dreamcast. Now I need to get my fucking Dreamcast. Capcom on Are we gonna? Uh, am I gonna come over and we do a Dreamcast stream? A dream stream? A streamcast? Oh my god! Streamcast is definitely something. Guys, else the next out there. time that we're out in Chicago, I, I will literally bring the Dream. Oh, I have, I have, yeah. I have oh. more than one. I will bring a Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have multiple Dreamcast. Oh my god! I bought I, I bought them in an eBay lot so that I could mod one and have a backup oh, just in case yeah. I screwed yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, no, no, that's that's mega mind energy right yeah. there. Yeah, oh, everyone did, but at least I can still play Power Stone. At least I can still play Power Stone, <laughs> dude. Precursor to fucking Smash Brothers. <sighs> Well, I guess it was after Smash Brothers. They'll but never it's also, understand. They'll never understand. It's kids today. <laughs> the fucking kids today. You'll oh never understand. God. Any venue you go to on your next tour, you're gonna have to say we have. You're you're gonna have your like your ass. You're gonna say yeah, I need I'm, like I'm six. We need yep. six blue Gatorades, and I need an HDMI hookup to play Dreamcast. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm not going on stage tonight. Yep. Yeah, I am yep. gonna have to throw that on the rider. <laughs> It so seems like is, an easy rider, but like, damn. I was about to say, but I feel like it's because people specific. are going to be like, what the fuck is this? But uh, I feel like there's been weirder things that people have asked for that I feel like it's a reasonable <laughs> Yeah. We, we have a pretty mellow rider. We asked for tortilla chips, a case okay. of beer, a case of waters. Um, we asked for uh, some seltzers. We asked for uh some random snacks, like whatever happens to be like a decent local snack on the hmm. rider. Uh, and then, yeah, we just want to make sure that there's like laundry if available or a place to take a shower. It's not like yeah. we don't ask for much. Yeah. We, we're, we're men of simple pleasures. Like, yeah. You're not saying I need only blue M&Ms and that's no, you'll like no. out. Although I respect the reason that they used to yeah. do that because they the just want to make good. sure people are paying attention to the rider. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. I get I thought about putting that in the the document that I like I sent to you like <laughs> for like See, this. And I'm like, no, there's like it, nothing there. It would have been funny. Yeah. I, w- I would have actually laughed out loud if you had. So <laughs> maybe maybe it. think about maybe thinking about yeah. adding it in. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna have to edit it and just see who actually reads it. Cause there's been a few people who pop on there like, yeah, I kinda skimmed it. I'm like, okay, that's fair. But like, what if mm, what, what if yeah. you don't have any blue M and M's for the pod? You know? Mm-hmm. Dude, the funny thing is, if you had put it in, I literally would have gotten yeah. blue M and M's. Like just Dude, I got like this right interview. Here. I gotta get yeah. some M and M's, dude. <laughs> I yeah. can't go on this pod. Well, then, I, and then I would candy. have asked you. I, I would have asked you if you read my writer. At which point you would have been like, "What writer?" And I would have been like, "Exactly." <laughs> <laughs> I just like ask your manager for <laughs> for the writer just so I can be super ready. 
Yeah, it's just, it's just a really important. Laura was leaving. <laughs> it was just a very important. It was a very. <laughs> it was a very important record. That's worse than buffalo sauce. What? I don't like buffalo sauce. I'm sorry. That's a hot take. <laughs> Do another one. Do another hey, Club. Our new episode of Spicy Takes with our besties action adventure is out now on our YouTube channel. We're excited to say that for this series, Chicago-based suit Sayer Hot Sauce is our sponsor. In this episode, we feature Action Adventure's Poser Poison Hot Sauce, which includes hints of Mexican chocolate and scorpion pepper. It's sold out online, but snag a ticket to see them IRL to get a bottle of your own purple sauce. You can also obsessively refresh SuitsAirHotSauce.com until it comes back in stock on their site. While you're there, scoop up some other spicy sauces. Our next guest will include friends like Rematch, OK Cool, and more to be announced. So make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube too at youtube.com slash club. Thanks again to our friends at Suitsayer Hot Sauce. So know, knowing that, when is the next tour, if you're even thinking that far ahead right now? Yeah, so we're waiting for our vinyl to be literally in hand, right? Okay. So like we uh, wrapped up tracking this record in the early part of this last year. Originally, we planned on doing the touring in the latter half of this year, but we also kind of like COVID and all that. We wanted to make sure that like, we knew what the actual lay of the land was before we went out. Um, and so now it is that uh, February to April window of the vinyl is in hand and we're going to start walking in some tours. Um, so right now we're hesitant to like say anything about what we're working on, but just like we're aiming to actually go out with vinyl in hand and also in a condition in which people can come and see us safely without being terribly stressed out about whether or not they're getting their grandmother sick. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know? <laughs> um, Absolutely. So we're, we're levying that balance. I, I obviously want to be careful because like if something terrible happens between now and then we may not be out in the early part of this year, but like fingers crossed, as long as nothing changes, we will be seeing you guys in the spring. That is the that is the plan. Hell yeah. Good. Yeah, I think uh it's it's weird that like I've seen a lot of things booked for like March already. I'm yeah. like but I keep forgetting that it's like November. I'm like, no, yeah. it's only like it's just a it's cold. It's basically December at this yeah. point. What are we talking about? It's just a chilly July. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it is a chilly July. It's it's it, uh, it, well it's funny. My brother keeps doing this um I'll be like, hey, what's going on? He's like, nothing. It's uh, March 273rd. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, uh, like, nothing is ever so collectively true in that yeah. way. And, like, I don't think that anything will be such a, like, shared experience in the same way of, like, we are still yeah. living through March of years ago. <laughs> yes. Dude, we, we all collectively lived through an incredible, like, once-in-a-century human experience. And, like, I feel like everybody's want is to, like, jump on and move on from that. But, like, to, to pretend like it didn't affect all of us in some sort of deep and yep. intrinsic and profound way seems really ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, like, you have to acknowledge <laughs> the, the trauma that happened and be yeah. like, yes. Yeah. We all shared this. And we're now all what's going on still? It, maybe. Like, yeah. You hope? Hard to tell. It, it's, it's like. It's a hit you, or miss. You run into friends you haven't seen in, you know, a year and you're like, 
so how was your pandemic <laughs> like what yeah. are you gonna say and like do you want to get into myself, it i don't know i literally find myself going like oh my god dude i haven't seen you since last year and they're like that was two years ago and i'm like you're right fuck me <laughs> <laughs> well like brian and i were talking about how we were thinking of like oh what albums came out this year because everybody's starting to put their mm -hmm. album of the year together i'm like i have not thought that far no, ahead it's at 2019 all 2019 still yeah and i'm i'm like i don't know when things came out anymore i'm just gonna say if it came out during the year of covid which is literally two years at this point <laughs> it counts as it counts as this year yeah i'm just going with that at yeah, this point it's, it's, it's like it's literally almost as though all of our brains collectively lost a year yeah and no one is acting like that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> it's very like like a lot of bands uh we've talked to have been like uh we don't really want to make like a pandemic record right and i'm Nobody like does. how could you fucking not make a pandemic record like uh, yeah. I, I'm assuming you guys wrote a lot remotely. Like you weren't like together in the same place, but no. Um, uh, so Stu, Stu is literally a pandemic record, um, mm -hmm. in the sense that it was written and recorded during the pandemic. Um, but it was also this thing that was sort of in fruition prior to the pandemic, right? And so, like, all the pandemic did was make it angstier and darker yeah. and like. You know, <laughs> Like, how can you keep it out of the music? You can't. You can't. Yeah. And to yeah. pretend like you can is fucking disingenuous, if I'm being fair. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, dude, it's, it's, we write about human experience. One of the things that we aim to write about is like the more mundane aspects of human experience. And what I find is that the pandemic was literally the most mundane, <laughs> tragic human experience that has ever happened. And like, to pretend like that is not what happened to you is disingenuous. Like yeah. we all just sat in our pajamas and watched Bo Burnham and anime and fucking whatever <laughs> else and listened to Ray in the podcast and tried to not go broke. That's what we all did for a year. Yeah. So like, it, uh, it just seems to me that like <laughs> we should be carrying that into whatever moves forward. Cause this was significant and it's not going to happen again yeah. for a long time. God like, willing, yeah, fucking don't, guys. Yeah, <sighs> let's not let's Please. knock on that one. Yeah, fucking uh, everything I like is being in like concert venues. <laughs> like everything that I enjoy yeah. doing outside of my house yeah. is at a venue. Like I can't uh, uh, lose that again. Every Fuckers. time I hear an update from like the schools I teach at, they're like, "We might have to go virtual after the holiday." I'm like, "Don't say shit like that. I don't want mm -hmm. that. I don't want that. I don't want that." Oh, I want that. I want everything else. To I be know virtual. you do. I just want you shows do. to be in person. So I, yeah, I, I, I personally work remotely completely. Mm. So like the pandemic, and ha I have for a very long time. So like I was like ahead of the curve on the pandemic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I mean like I would like this to be the status quo for most people, but. Yeah. I also don't want the world to grind to a halt because people still need to do podcasts and people still need to run venues and people <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's tough in that way, but I'm like the, the, the venue thing and like having music is like that catharsis for a lot of people. Like, yeah. I don't know myself who's like, I'm pretty content staying inside all day. I'm pretty content, like being by myself, but then like, I want to go to a venue. Yeah. yeah, I want to go hear music and I want to like have that that like back and forth of the two 
parts I'm, of my I'm personality, I guess. Yeah. I'm very much the same. Like I, I find that like the greatest catharsis that I experience in life, and I know this is is true for all my guys too, is like we bleed it all out on stage and mm. we experience all of the up and down with everybody else. And like we relish that opportunity to connect with people. Um, and so not being able to do that in the way that we're familiar with was a difficulty, but also being able to figure out how to do that in other contexts too has also been kind of incredible. Like I, I feel like through uh, specifically our, our smaller channels through like things like Twitch and and uh, and Discord, we've been able to sort of like connect with people on a level that's like, hi, we usually get to know each other twice a year and now I get to get to know you all the time. And yeah. like, it's really cool, yeah. like, you know? <laughs> It's like you're I, I'm humanized to you and you're humanized to me and this feels really good. Like, yeah. The, so the weird we're like, finding the silver lining. Like, yeah. yeah, you're bringing more people together and like ma- making more friends that you probably wouldn't have connected with on any other level. Like definitely, I've made a tremendous number of friends the past. I was just gonna say the past year, but it's been yeah. the past. Yeah. <laughs> Hi everybody on Twitch. You're all our friends now. Thank you. We love you. It's been, nice, it's been nice to see and meet all of you over the past, I don't know, a couple months. days, months, <laughs> however long it's been. We've it's known each other minutes. forever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give you a minute to uh, to lay out all of your plugs, where people can find you on the internet, uh, yeah. where people can uh, support you, where people can uh, pick up the record, pick up the vinyl when it's released, all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, we are a will away. We are available at a will away CT. Uh, that is a w i l l a w a y c t on all socials. Uh, we are also available on Discord. Uh, all of your regular streaming platforms were on TikTok as well, much to my chagrin. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get it. On- we're on Twitch as often as we humanly possibly can be. Um, we enjoy the shit out of everything that we do. We're signed to Rude Records. Go to Spotify. Go to YouTube, actually. Listen to Karma. It is going to knock your fucking socks off. It is literally... Make it, the it, epic it, shot worth it. it yeah. yeah. It is everything that you ever want rock music to be, and we enjoy the shit out of it. And uh, beyond that, um, catch us at a venue near you in the spring. That's about it. Make sure when you go, you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you you leave a nice little like, hey, love this nice guitar solo. You know, tell them who rich. sent you. Tell them yeah. who sent you, which is <laughs> the band and also us. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I saw you guys on emo social club. Yeah, so be that be that person. Let's get a let's get a million streams of it. You know, let's get a million views on yeah, the YouTube video. Run it in the background on repeat. It up. Put it all Keep in it. one playlist. Yeah, show it to a friend. Uh, all bands are basically pyramid schemes in that you should show to <laughs> now, but they're better because they don't say, Hey girly, yeah. I haven't seen you in a while, but I have an offer for you. But Oh my God. I have, I an, oppor- I have an opportunity for you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go on Facebook today for opportunities. I went on Facebook to doom scroll. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of my mentions. Karen. Fucking. Cheryl from high school, get out of my fucking bench. Yeah. Did you know a Cheryl in high school? <laughs> no, that was college. Yeah, okay. I knew a Cheryl in college. She's very nice. She has not reached I, out to I, me. I can honestly say that I've never met a Cheryl under fifty years old. <laughs> yeah, I was about to they say have to all be those, younger at some point. 
<laughs> I don't believe it. I mean, the only Cheryls I know are over 50 years old. That's if you, it. What if you, like, are, uh, you, you just decide at, like, 60 years old, like, I'm Gertrude now. Now I'm Gertrude. I've that never might been happen. Gertrude. But today I'm Gertrude. And from now I on, I'm that. Gertrude. See, that would be more appropriate to me than somebody naming a, a baby Gertrude. Yeah. There is. Like, <laughs> there is. A like, I would have I to, like, sue. all the parents of Gertrude out there, but. That is. Like, you'd have to sue your parents, I feel, yeah, at that point. Because you'd be like, why did you give me this terrible 100%. Name? Like, yeah. I knew somebody I went to high school with, and he had a kid. And I was like, oh, let me see, like, what he named the kid. He named the kid fucking Eugene. Yeah. That's an old guy name. It's <laughs> honestly. Yeah. It's honestly, and I don't say this, uh, I don't say this to be, you know, exaggerating. Child abuse. It just straight up is. <laughs> it just is. Dude, you're like, hey, I want to name you this. And then it's like, oh, go out into the world with it. Like, no, you're setting that child up for disaster. Look, you're like, I, I can't I get bullied. I agree with you. I will key agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowing that child to get a sign off early of being bullied for their entire yes. childhood. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember uh, uh, Hey Arnold by any chance, Lizzie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Hey Arnold. Do. What are you talking about? I figured about? we I'm share that. that I'm only a... 26. I watch things. Uh-huh. Uh, Eugene was the, the sick kid in that, and he yeah. always yeah. had like something wrong with him. That's, that's what I think up. about. If that's what I think about for that child now. Names a child Eugene. That kid is like, that kid has an autoimmune disease immediately. <laughs> like, that sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> well, what a way to end the episode. Uh, thank you all for checking. Don't name your kids terrible things. Yeah, don't do it. Listen to uh, a will away. Karma, think listen about to it. Listen to a will away. Also, also, hug your local Eugene. Hug your local yeah, Eugene. Yeah, they're okay. Be, be sure you're still wearing the mask, though. They, those kids are sick all the time. Yeah. They they may, you know, they, they need you to wear the mask, please. And to get your vaccine. Thank you. Get your vaccine, please. And, uh, yeah, go stream Karma a Will Away on YouTube. Matt. Yes, please. Matt, absolute blast having you on tonight. Yeah. Yeah, man. Likewise, this has been a great time. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, if you liked it, make sure you review it. Let us know. We only know if we're say something nice. We only know if we're doing something good if you let us know, and we only want to hear compliments. So we only have to hear direct communication. I guess constructive criticism is okay, but then we're gonna immediately confront you with what this what's this criticism yeah. is. What yeah, is it? We'll find you. Why? We know where you live. Huh? What, when, where, why, yeah. how? I get your IP address every time you that order you... something. We know where you are. <laughs> wow. Brian's going all CIA here. I hope that the FBI agent who listens to our podcast likes it. <laughs> I hope that he has a good time. They have a good time listening yeah. to it and they don't feel too um, like I hate my job <laughs> from this. Uh, make sure you check us out next Monday. You can also watch this as a video over on YouTube. Emo Social Club. See you soon. Fun stuff in the future. Just, just keep it chill. I'm Brian. Yeah, I'm Lizzie. Ah. Ah. Hi. If you tag, if you uh, uh, post to Twitter, you tag us at emo x at x emo social club at. <laughs> Cut this. If you no, tag us on Twitter, fuck off.